Okay. Uh, welcome to WNUA News. Alex Genovese, a reporter from the Daily Collegian, who was present at yesterday's SGA meeting where something kind of momentous happened. Uh, former president, now former president, uh, Prabhu stepped down. He uh, issued a resignation with a five-minute speech. Um, and Alex, can you tell us just uh, how that unfolded? Yeah, I mean, in terms of a normal SGA meeting, they um, went through everything that they had to do first. Uh, they were trying to fill a few new seats. Um, so they went through a bunch of motions to do all the formalities of that. Um, and typically at the start of every meeting, they have a portion called officer reports where uh, each uh, the president, vice president, all of their cabinet, so on and so forth, just go through what they did for the week. Um, and Prabhu being president, uh, went up first, talked a little bit about what he had done this week, um, and then went into about a five minute prepared speech, um, where he detailed his resignation. Mm -hmm. What else did you observe in that scene? Uh, as we know, there was a town hall that preceded this particular meeting. Um, who was there? Uh, uh yeah. Yeah, so in terms of the town hall, uh, the SGA likes to do every couple of months a town hall where they speak to their constituents. Um, this most recent one was just this, what's the SGA, uh, kind of introducing mm -hmm. um, their who they are, what they do. Um, and so there was a lot of people there kind of coming over from that because they had snacks, they had pizza. Um, but in terms of the crowd itself, most of them were SGA members. There was um, on the side couple of tables um, filled with members of um, the Alpha Seg fraternity, um, mm -hmm. which the pres former president was a member of, um, that seemed to be there to kind of support him um, in his speech. But outside of that, it was just a standard SGA meeting. Okay. Uh, standard apart from the fact that, you know, this doesn't happen routinely. Uh, SGA members don't step down routinely, uh, although there has been a lot of turmoil in recent years um, with the impeachment of former President Tim Timmy Sullivan, uh, followed by the COVID years, which in and of themselves were not normal. Um, can you describe what uh, he detailed in his speech, uh, that those five minutes, what they contained? Yeah, I think um, he really wanted to use that time for personal reflection. Um, he talked a lot about, about why he ran uh, for the SGA in the first place. Um, a lot of the members of the SGA, especially um, in leadership positions, um, joined the SGA with him. And so he talked about running as a freshman, and like a lot of SGA members do when they start, they just really wanted to do something bigger than themselves and represent the student body. Um, in terms of the actual resignation, uh, he cited personal and family concerns as well as an upgraded academic workload. Um, but he didn't want to go into specific details. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like from the reaction that you observed um, that those members of the SGA who, like you said, have been with him since the beginning were blindsided or was this kind of an agenda item that was expected? Um, yeah, um, from my sources in the SGA going into the meeting, I knew there was something that was going to happen. I had been getting word um, from multiple different people that something big was going to be happening at this meeting, um, but they were trying to keep it under the table and not really disclose what it was going to be. 
Um, I had heard, too, that they were uh, senior leadership was going to meet with their staff advisor to kind of see next steps that they wanted to do. And clearly they set up a, uh, a plan to keep the SGA stable. Um, so I think most, if not all, of the members of the SGA knew what was going to be happening at that meeting. Um, although I would say that some of them were not the most pleased with his resignation. Of course, mm -hmm. when you decide to run to become president, you do have that upgraded sense of obligation uh, to the student body. Um, and so a few of them, I would say, were a little frustrated with that. Some of those frustrations um, that we've been hearing and everything else is kind of speculative at this point um, is a history of truancy, a lack of attendance, uh, shirking some kind of basic responsibilities. Um, who is taking over at this point? Who is, uh, to whom was the baton passed metaphorically? Um, and how are they hoping to fill those shoes in a more disciplined way? Yeah, so uh, I actually asked um, staff advisor Lydia Washington about that um, because there is a vice president position in the SGA. And uh, as you would imagine, in, in, as in the US government, uh, when the president would resign, get sick, die, uh, the vice president would replace him. Um, but unfortunately, due to SGA bylaws, um, the speaker of the SGA would be elevated to the role of president, um, and the associate speaker would be um, appointed speaker. Um, that's what happened when Timmy Sullivan um, left as president, just filling out his term, um, and COVID happened, so there wasn't the ability to have an election. Um, so former speaker Patrick Collins is now the SGA president. I would say in terms of trying to keep the SGA disciplined, um, President Collins just reissued his goals um, from when he was speaker, which was to try to bridge the gap between the executive and legislative branch, um, keep the SGA running, um, and really drive the basic principles such as attendance, uh, how to draft a bill, um, effectively trying to rebuild the Senate um, from the bottom up. Yeah, and you've been covering this beat for about a year and a half. What's something that you hope to see in, in a functioning SGA this year? Uh, what are some goals that, not goals that you have, but what are some things that, uh, some, some loose ends that you feel like could be tied up? Um, or topics that you've been reporting on that haven't necessarily come to fruition? You know, we've heard about things like the Survivor's Bill of Rights that have gone through the SGA and been kind of in limbo for a very long time. What are some of those pending, uh, some of those pending tasks? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, one thing that I've gotten from the SGA in the past year is their drive for social change. Um, and so recently f with the Survivor Bill of Rights, um, that's been top priority of the president's cabinet as well as the legislative leadership. Um, and I think with uh, former speaker, now President Collins in the helm at that end, um, that's something that they're going to continue to push really, really hard. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if we see um, real effective change coming uh, pretty soon. Mm. Um, in the past, they had motions to defund UMPD or urge administration to defund UMPD um, as well as add a um, diversity gen ed of some kind, a social justice gen ed of some kind. Um, and so they definitely have a lot of really big social and um, ambitions. Um, but I think right now their biggest goal is to just 
keep the SGA stable, keep it running, um, and plan for the upcoming elections in the spring. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thank you so much, um, Alex Genevieve from the Daily Collegian. Thank yeah. you.